1: Hi folks, you're listening to Two Men in the Mouse, episode 272, recorded live on the YDF Media Network on January the 16th, 2024. This is your everyday guide to the magic of Walt Disney World and the larger Disney universe beyond it. My name is Kevin Kessler and I am joined as always by my good buddy, Peter Mandel. Hey, Kev. Hey, Pete. How are you? I'm good. How are you? A little cold. It's a little little chilly here in Florida, but I know I'm preaching to the choir because you got snow on the ground. That is true. Uh, folks, we are two lifelong Disney fanatics who have managed to keep the magic of Disney alive in our lives every day, and we want to share that magic with you. So, pull up a chair, gather the family, or pop in your favorite set of headphones, and let's experience the magic together. Pete! Kev. Okay. Uh, how much snow did you guys get?
0: It's not that bad. Like, right now, I think it's, like, two inches, and then it's supposed to snow for the next couple hours, so... Mm-hmm. It just makes the roads a little messy.
1: Yeah, yeah. The, um it's been like weirdly cold and rainy here the last couple days. It's, it's kind of like why we're doing what we're doing for our e-ticket today about cold in Disney world. Uh, Because, you know, I was really cold in Disney world the other day and I was like, huh, we should really talk about something like this. Cause it's so weirdly rare, Uh, but it does. happen. Well, it's, it seems weirdly rare, but it happens more than you'd think. So I, I think it's definitely an important thing to talk about. A big thanks to all of our friends over on Patreon at patreon.com slash two men in the mouse. We love having you guys there. We have a new um, patron episode coming at you guys this week. We also have a geek watchtower, uh, which by the time this airs should be out, uh, you know, unless I've really dropped the ball, which has been known to happen. (laughs) But uh, we love having you guys. Please check us out over at patreon.com slash two men in the mouse. You know, come on. Join the fun. Join the conversation. All right. Ready to dive into the news? I am. The news brought to you this week by our good friends uh, over at Away With Me Travel. Justin and his team over there have always got you guys covered. Re- reach out to Justin at Justin at travel.com or show at awaywithmetravel.com. Okay. Uh, in worldwide news, Disney Plus is coming to Apple Vision Pro. Okay. Now, this is a virtual reality type situation. Uh, so, Disney Plus will launch February 2nd on Apple Vision Pro, Apple's new spatial computer Offering Disney Plus subscribers a Vision Pro, de- with a Vision Pro device, a new way to stream entertainment at no additional cost. Uh, "Quote at Disney, we're constantly searching for new ways to entertain, inform, and inspire by combining exceptional creativity with groundbreaking technology and create truly remarkable experiences," said Bob Iger, CEO of the Walt Disney Company. Apple Vision Pro is a revolutionary platform that will bring our fans closer to the characters and stories they love while immersing them more deeply in all that Disney has to offer. We're proud to once again be partnering with Apple to bring extraordinary new Disney experiences to people around the world. At launch, viewers will be able to transform, this is no longer a quote, at launch, viewers uh, can transform their space into one of four Disney Plus environments, bringing them ever closer to the story. Each environment includes animations and sounds that make the space feel alive, including Easter eggs from films and franchises. Available only on Apple Vision Pro, Disney Plus subscribers will be able to stream the entire catalog, including thousands of TV shows and films, plus access to Hulu content for eligible Disney Bundle subscribers, including the Disney Plus Theater, inspired by the historic El Captain Theater in Hollywood, the scare floor from Pixar's Monsters Incorporated, uh, Marvel's Avengers Tower overlooking downtown Manhattan, and the cockpit of Luke Skywalker's Landspeeder facing a binary sunset on the planet Tatooine from the Star Wars galaxy. Viewers will also be able to watch dozens of popular movies in 3D like Avatar The Way of Water, Avengers Endgame, Star Wars The Force Awakens, Elemental, and Encanto. More titles, including those available exclusively to Disney Plus subscribers, will be announced at a later date. Apple Vision Pro users can also rent or purchase most 3D movies through the store tab. In the Apple TV app, users who previously purchased Disney movies that include 3D versions from the Apple TV app will be able to access those 3D versions on Apple Vision Pro at no additional cost. Disney Plus on Apple Vision Pro is the result of a collaboration between multiple technology teams at the company, including Disney Studio Technology, Disney Entertainment and ESPN Technology, ILM Immersive and Skywalker Sound. Um, They were developed using the Universal Scene Description format, originally developed by Pixar and open sourced in 2016. Um this seems like a pretty cool way to experience Disney Plus. I mean, look, you can already experience like Netflix and stuff like this, like through MetaQuest. Uh it's 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 interesting because Disney was all about the metaverse, like you know, a little while ago, and then they decided then all of a sudden they were like, No more metaverse, we're completely abandoning those plans, and now they've got this. So I'm wondering if that's the reason why they abandoned the metaverse.
0: Isn't this device like extremely expensive? I'm sure
1: it is. I mean, my my Metaverse three was like five hundred bucks. So yeah, I think
0: this was like,
1: and that one a lot just more. recently came
0: out was it a lot more than five hundred. Yeah, I think so. I remember really? looking it up at one point. Yeah, I'm gonna what? look it up. And see. I don't What's understand. Called? Called? Um, the Apple Vision Pro, I believe. Yeah, Apple Vision Pro. All right, Apple Vision Pro. Let's see. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm it's look, too. I'm... Starting at thirty four ninety nine, three thousand four hundred ninety nine yep
1: thirty four hundred so thirty five hundred bucks for this thing yeah yeah holy hell yeah ain't where like you can get the medical like what's the difference between this and a metaquest is my is what I'm wondering because right. the metaquest is is great. I use it for work all the time I I use it um I have like a virtual office that I do when I'm writing books it's it's like completely like immersive I work in
0: space yep
1: overlooking the earth
0: pretty cool yeah i remember when this came out thinking like oh this sounds pretty cool and then i was like let me look see how much that is and i was like oh we buy a car oof
1: yeah yeah that is that is a, that is a lot of um a lot of money the uh walt disney world skyliner is currently closed for a refurbishment uh this is a, it was like a week yeah it's like an annual refurbishment going on Uh, The gondola transportation system is closed from January 16th, which is today the day we're recording this through January 21st. Uh, The Skyliner service to and from the Riviera Resort and International Gateway at Epcot will remain closed through January 27th. Um, Bus service will be available at the resorts served by Disney Skyliner. Daisy Skyliner closed for a similar amount of time in early 2022 and 2023. So we can assume this is just an annual refurbishment that will happen every year. So if you are taking a trip in January and you want to use the Skyliner, maybe kind of like take a look at what's going on with the Skyliner. Right. All right. Resort news. We have an opening date for the DVC cabins at Fort Wilderness. These are replacing, I believe, the the standard cabins. Um, So the projected opening date Um, according to the official web web page for the project, states that it's projected to open July 1st, 2024. Disney has also announced a timeline for sales activities. So on February 1st, sales are open to existing DVC members. On February 15th, existing DVC members who added points at the cabins can begin booking. On February 27th, new sales at the cabins are open to the general public. And on March 12th, new DVC members at the cabins can begin booking. On April 23rd, all DVC members can book the cabins. So there you go. These cabins are uh, are are coming like you know, like a freight train basically to okay. Fort Wilderness Resort in Cameron. They look beautiful. Um, you know the concept art that I saw looked absolutely gorgeous. So, you know, I I don't know if I would drop that amount of money. You know, more I would more so prefer like the cabins at maybe like Wilderness Lodge or the bungalows at the Polynesian. I mean, I feel like right. they're comparably priced as far as points. To those, I can't imagine going for those, you know. In Epcot news, we have news on how to get the new figment imagination pavilion popcorn bucket. Okay. Yeah. <gasps> okay. So the new limited time 2024 figment popcorn bucket is available only by using the mobile order feature at the Epcot Festival of the Arts. So they learned their lesson.
0: There you go. Yes. Yes. As I was gonna say, I know like I know tons of people like have them and I haven't heard horror stories. Yes. So. so guests can only submit one mobile order per day for up to two popcorn buckets priced at
1: $30 each. Discounts do not apply. And Disney advises that the quantities and supplies are limited. Here's how Here's how it works. On the day of your visit to Epcot, open your My Disney Experience app. Tap the plus icon and select order food. Choose an available mobile order arrival window for Epcot souvenir release. During your arrival window, select I'm here, prepare my order. When you receive a notification that your order is ready, go to the mobile order pickup window at the Odyssey building between Test Track and the Mexico Pavilion for your popcorn bucket. The mobile order pickup time slots are available from park open to park close. Now, we went on um sunday and uh we did this and it worked oh nice beautifully i have a popcorn bucket and i got a second one for you
0: oh damn awesome
1: yes so i will be shipping that out to you um this week
0: let me know and i will
1: uh i will give you the disney dollars for it sounds good um yeah it was a um it was super easy i was we you know we got there a little like probably around 11 and it was fun like the we got there at 11 and our window was eleven forty five.
0: oh cool did Super you did it come with the with the terrible rainbow popcorn
1: yes the the rainbow popcorn is in a baggie inside yeah. the the thing so the one that you have the rainbow popcorn is still in the baggie in the
0: thing so don't worry. Oh, thank thanks kevin <laughs> yeah you're welcome did you try and eat it no, I have not tried to eat it yet.
1: It is so bad. Is it? Is it like flea? I wasn't sure if it was like regular popcorn that was just colored like pop, no, it pop is, quiz back well, in the
0: day. Okay, listen, if it's the same rainbow popcorn they put in the uh, Mr. Toad's bucket, it is so disgustingly sweet. And I mean, I like sweet. Uh-huh. If it is so sweet, Yeah, I mean, you just, it's almost like you want to brush your teeth in between each
1: kernel. Oh, man. Oh, it that, that sounds rough. Oh, it's literally sitting on my uh on my dining room table over there. So, <laughs> uh, finally this week in Animal Kingdom news, a reopening date has been set for Cali River Rapids. Okay,
0: I'm sure people want to go on that in January.
1: Yeah, Cali River Rapids at Animal Kingdom is scheduled to reopen to guests on March the 16th. So the refurbishment began on January oh, okay. 8th. The attraction reopened from its annual refurbishment last year in late February, uh, slightly earlier than expected. So you know it might happen again this year, but um, yeah, no, ain't nobody riding that in January anyway. So <laughs> it's a good time to refurb it. Uh, and that's the news this week. We didn't have a lot of news last week. You know, you were sick, so we 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 recorded on Thursday, uh, which meant that like you know we didn't really have a lot of time for more news to populate. But by next week, we should have a full load of news to do nice yeah so uh i will say i was very impressed with the ease of getting this popcorn bucket i mean when you go into the odyssey pavilion it's off in like the big room they have like a table and you just have to show yep. them your you know your mobile order and then they give it you pay right on the app so it's nice and easy um you had a couple of food items uh we had that that steak that i said i wanted that like Meredith, oh, yeah, and, yeah. yeah that was very good we also had the pork belly from that same uh, booth not so good. I did not like that. The broccoli, Rob, and all that. Uh, and then we had the um, the mochi and the sushi donut in Japan, and those were good. Okay. So, all right. Uh, well, ready for our e-ticket attraction of the week? So, stay tuned, folks. More Two Men and the Mouse coming at you right after this. This is Bill Farmer, and you're listening to Two Men and the Mouse. Folks, when we think about Disney World and we think about Florida in general, we often think about palm trees, sunshine, shorts, tank tops, sunscreen, all of that amazing tropical weather that, you know, we look forward to all year Uh, now. But one thing, uh, one area where reality kind of contradicts our perceived notions of the most magical place on Earth is the fact that, (laughs) excuse me, during the winter It actually gets pretty cold here. Like, it's not as cold as, say, New Jersey, where there's snow falling from the air, but it can get chilly to the point where shorts are not really an option, a t-shirt is not really an option. Sometimes even a coat is necessary. So this week, for our e-ticket attraction of the week, we're talking to you guys about what to do in the event of a rigidly cold Walt Disney World Day. And now, I know this is a thing that you've experienced in the past. Yep. Uh, it, it It is definitely, you know, it comes out of nowhere. And it's something that I think a lot of people are super shocked by. When all of a sudden they're like shivering and like, you know, having to buy jackets in the gift shop. You always need to, especially when you're coming in like January, February, December, even November, you, you have to prepare for cold temperatures, I think.
0: You know, it's funny. We went, I guess, a couple Januarys ago, and it was boys' trip. And uh my buddy Nolan, he's like, "Nah, it's Disney. I'm gonna be fine." Yeah, no, you're not, Nolan. And I'm like, "We should probably just bring a sweatshirt." I'm not saying you got bring a coat or right. something like that. Right. Long sleeve hoodie, tape. right? Like, like, bring whatever hoodie you're wearing to the airport when we leave. You know? Right. Ref- refused. And we were in Epcot all day, and everyone's drinking and uh you know by the time like the sun is really really gone down I mean, it's cold yes it was like four zero, like 40 out. yeah and i'm weird, and no one's like i'm gonna go and buy a hoodie. he finally broke uh-huh. <laughs> after telling us you know how like guys are right like yeah. all day tell me, i'm good i'm good i think even half an hour before he bought this hoodie he's like i'm fine and mm-hmm. we're like are you kidding me <laughs> like i'm freezing your lips like, are I'm, blue I'm, yeah and he finally went, I believe he bought a Naruto hoodie. and uh, Oh, at the Mitsukoshi Department Store. Yep. Very nice. <laughs> but it was just the funniest thing ever. Because, like, he refused. Refused.
1: Why not refused? Until,
0: yeah. until the cold finally just broke. Now, I remember, now specifically, you said that your trip where you proposed to your wife, it was freezing cold. Yeah, that was crazy, because they canceled everything. I booked a luau, I was going to take a boat out on the pile, everything got canceled. Yeah. yeah, none of this stuff's happening. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> oh. and and they told me at when I checked in, they were like, yeah, all of this stuff's canceled. And then the everything guy says to put. me, he's like, hey, but you know what? They are going to start the luau again, we believe, the week after. And I'm like, well, dude, I'm not here the week after. You yeah. can see my dates right in front of you. Thank you for letting me know. Other people could enjoy I'm, it, I'm so happy for those people that's gonna be great for them that trip was really unique too in the sense that there was not a lot of warm weather clothes for sale at disney okay. at that time like i feel like when you go to disney now you can buy like a hat yeah and things like that back then there wasn't so it was just people walking around disney with socks on their hands oh man really everywhere everywhere that was uh socks on their hands that was december of 2020 right going into 2021 mm-hmm. and everyone had socks on their hands it was so weird and funny i was 2020 oh, sorry not 2020 2000 2000 yeah i'm i'm getting my numerals mixed up there 2000 going into 2001 um yeah it was crazy wow really cold yeah i remember the first time i wore a jacket in disney i thought it was it
1: felt so weird to me it was when i moved here And I remember going to SeaWorld for the first time down here. It was so cold and like wearing I think I was wearing like a like a fleece, like a fleece jacket. Uh, So that brings us to our first point. Jackets always bring a jacket, folks, even if in the middle of the day, it's supposed to be like in the 60s. And you're like, I don't need a jacket in the 60s. I'm from the north. It, It will drop when the sun goes down. And that's the word because I've I've run into that trap before being like, I'm fine in my T-shirt and shorts because it's fine at two o'clock in the afternoon. But then when that sun goes down, I was I was frigidly cold. Uh, so you have to bring bring a jacket and pack it in a backpack, maybe like a light jacket, like a windbreaker or a windbreaker. Still a thing. <laughs> like I remember when I was a yeah. kid, when I was a kid, my winter jacket was this like pullover. Like it like it didn't like zip or anything. It just you literally just pulled it over your entire body. It was this big, puffy Dallas Cowboys jacket. Oh, yeah, I was. I mean, look, I've never cared about football in my life, but. I always had to be like anti everything my family was. So they were Giants fans. I had to be a Cowboys fan, you know, like it was. was Yeah, no, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not proud of it. But you know, it was it was a phase. Uh, my brother had the same jacket, but in in you know, New York Giants. So right, um, yeah. So bring the jacket. I'm not now. I don't mean bring a winter bring your winter coat unless you're a Floridian who like like Rachel gets cold in the mid 60s. Like it hits 65, she's wearing her like winter winter coat. That's fine, and and scarf. Uh, but a light jacket is typically all you're gonna need especially if you're you're used to like cold climates uh now gloves if it's cold enough for gloves you don't i mean yes it's good to pack a pair of light gloves if you think you might need it but it's not the end of the world if you don't have them because all of the you know how like when it rains all the gift shops start selling um you know the ponchos right away and the umbrellas they put them right out on the front on the, the front of the counter
0: now they start selling socks for your hands. They sell
1: gloves. <laughs> they sell oh, plain, they're not like Disney gloves or anything like that. Cause if they were, I would have bought them already. But they are, uh, that's the thing. Like the ponchos and the umbrellas are Disney themed, but the gloves are just plain black
0: gloves. Could you buy the Mickey gloves? You know, the ones that look like his hands?
1: I mean, I guess in theory, you could in like any of the right? gift shops, right? You wouldn't really be able to do anything with your hands. <laughs> Cause like they're, 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 they're very cumbersome. But yes, the uh, so they, they will make those available. scarves and hats, things like that, you're gonna have to look a little bit harder for those uh, to, especially if they're not like super in season, but t- chances are if it's cold in Florida, they're in season at the moment. So m- some gift shops might have th- more wintry stuff um uh, uh, I've always found a warm beverage. To be your best friend in those situations. I am a big coffee drinker, obviously. I do not go for the Starbucks. Uh I am the jo- I'm a Joffrey's guy through and through. I like that. So I will go to Joffrey's and uh you know get myself a, a it's my favorite Joffrey's. Now do
0: you have a favorite Joffrey's? Well, I've never had coffee. So. Oh,
1: okay. Um so my favorite Joffrey's to stop at is the one at the transportation and ticket center. Okay, why? So now you know me, I'm not, I, I despise the monorail. I will not go on it unless like I'm in a real hurry um, because I can't tell you my last positive monorail experience. Uh, so I like to take the boat and now the boat, when it's cold, the boat's really cold. So I will stop at the Joffreys at the TTC right before the boat dock. I will get a hot latte. Uh, typically they have some kind of seasonal latte that I enjoy, <clears throat> like the white chocolate mocha, you know at, at christmas time or whatever and i'll get that and that will that will um tide me over through the boat ride okay. i also i also really like the mission to s'mores latte at joffrey's revive in tomorrowland
0: that's the joffrey's i like as far as like location it's really the only themed joffrey's
1: in all of yeah all maybe that's world. why yeah yeah, uh, you know, the ones in Epcot, there's so many Joffreys in Epcot. Like, there's more Joffreys there than anywhere else. But uh, none of them are like particularly themed. It's not like you right. know you're going to like the Canadian Joffreys in Canada. It's um they do all have different drinks for the um the festivals though. Like each Joffrey's has its own like specialty drink, which I think is cool. Uh, but yeah, plenty. and then of course If you are a Starbucks person, there's a Starbucks In every park, in Magic Kingdom It is the Main Street Bakery, in Epcot It's right there attached to the creation uh, The, is it Creations is the, the The, which one is the Store and which one is Connections. the, Connections Connections is the cafe, yes right. Uh, it's attached to Connections right up front In Animal Kingdom, it is As you start to head into Africa on your left hand Side, uh, once you pass Pandora um in it's across from like where the otter grotto is and in hollywood studios it is the jolly trolley right there on the main on that main road uh, that main like street coming down into hollywood studios hollywood boulevard lie, i always think it's weird when i see these
0: massive lines at starbucks and disney
1: i know i know well you know what? a lot of these starbucks have their uh, like specialty snacks and stuff like that, too. So like the Main Street Bakery right. specifically has like that Mickey cinnamon bun. Uh, They used, you know, the one used the one in Hollywood Studios used to have the carrot cake cookie, which I haven't seen in a while. It's the second most popular snack in all of Disney. and And, you know,
0: well, but it's I, either maybe it's so popular. It's always. It's always sold out.
1: You know, as the years have gone by, I've come to like really kind of like be embarrassed by the ridiculousness of that statement that I parroted. <laughs> this guy at the writer's stop told me this is the second most popular snack in Disney and I just bought it. Like, <laughs> and I said it on the show, like it was a fact, and you were like, no. <laughs>
0: uh, but you know what? If you actually bought the carrot cake cookie from that guy, he did his job. What would you think is the most popular snack in Disney? I can remember us having this conversation back then, and I was like popcorn, and you were like, "No way!" And I'm like, "Dude, do you realize how many popcorn stands they have? Yeah, it's because people buy it.
1: Yeah, it's a lot of popcorn. But I, so, what would you say would be the second most popular, like the Mickey bar, or like? The well, what do you mean by?
0: But what do you mean by popular? Are you talking about just sheer volume of sales? Because popcorn is probably number one. Yeah. Yeah. Probably
1: sheer, sheer volume. Sales. Themselves. Do you think they sell more dole whips than they do Mickey bars? Probably not because Mickey bars are no. sold in all four yeah, parts. Yeah.
0: Right. Yeah, no, no, absolutely not. It's yeah. yeah, I mean, maybe Mickey bars. I mean, I feel like maybe I might be missing an obvious one here or something. But I'm I'm just trying to think of what to like in, in Disneyland, it's obviously churros. Right. 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 I mean, they're just everywhere. Um, I would say it's probably popcorn followed up by yeah, I guess maybe Mickey bars.
1: Yeah. So,
0: yeah, hot beverages.
1: I mean, obviously, going into indoor attractions, much much like when it's hot out and you're trying to cool down. When it's cold out and you're trying to warm up, indoor attractions are going to be your friend. Uh, the Land Pavilion, for example, you can, you can, you know. But at that point, you know, you want to save outdoor stuff for the middle of the day, right? Yeah. So, you want to save your outdoor stuff for that that period between, like, noon and, like, four o'clock probably and then say the land pavilion at that point for like later in the day do you live in with the land do you soar and have a bite to eat at sunshine seasons you could stay in the land pavilion for a while same with the seas you could stay in the seas for a really long time
0: you do it's you know need- crazy when i was there for new year's that year yeah um you know so it's new year's eve and it is i mean it is frozen in the parks right and we i was like let's go on test track the wait's really long right it was like a two-hour wait but it's inside so uh-huh. I'm like, let's go and do that. It was not inside. They, we waited like the first 45 minutes outside. That's how long the line was. And I can remember part of the line was in the shade. And then part of it on the outskirts was in the sun. And when okay. we got to the sun part, you were so happy. Because at least it was a little warmer. A little bit warmer. Yeah, A little
1: I'm, warmer. I'm, I'm 100% with you on that. Like You want to get to the sun at that point. It's yeah. so funny because it's, it's the polar opposite in the summertime months where you just like are desperate for that shade. You know attractions that have uh, large indoor queues: Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway, um, you know uh, Rise of the Resistance, the um, Smuggler's Run, things like that. Uh, Midway Mania. I don't know why I'm just focused on Hollywood Studios here, but um, yeah. So save save the outdoor stuff for the middle of the day. The morning's going to be chilly, and the evening's going to be chilly. Um, you know, if you're doing fireworks, get that hot beverage, maybe like right yeah, before you. It ready yep Scope out go about your spot send somebody to get coffee uh you know those um those yeti thermoses the yeti cup which i thought i had one here on the desk but apparently i don't um i have one and it's amazing Keep keeps coffee or warm beverages hot for hours so i mean those are those are amazing experience. even if you get like a joffrey's coffee just pour it into that into that Yeti thermos and you've got it for hours. It's going to still be, it's going to be still be hot when you're watching fireworks. Um, right. I'm trying to think of what else. I mean, like, you know, hot food, obviously a warm, pret- nothing beats a warm pretzel
0: on a frigidly cold day. I will say this. I, on that day specifically, I feel like we probably ate more food than we would ever normally eat at Disney. Cause we kept like sneaking into places. Mm-hmm. I can remember specifically we went into electric umbrella. Uh huh. R.I.P. Miss Electric, bro. We went in there. You, you had like, like a moment. Ha- of, you had a moment where I watched grief wash over you there. Yeah, where and, where we we were like an hour away from like our dinner reservation, <laughs> and I'm like, you know what? I'm going in there. I'm just gonna get something to drink and like an order of fries or something, and just right. at a table for for 20 minutes and just not be freezing cold. Yeah, you know. So I feel like we did that a couple times that day.
1: Okay. Oh boy. All right. Moving along um you know what uh we asked our friends around the world you know what they like to do so i wanted to share some of their um their responses to this um la cava tequila says walter brunetti that's a great one i mean like you know you and i aren't really big drinkers so i guess this wouldn't have been immediately evident to us is that you know a shot of tequila can can warm the bones you know or, or a thing of whiskey or, or something like that there's a reason why the the saint bernard you know, that would, like, rescue you in the Arctic would have a little thing of whiskey around its neck. I guess it warms you up. Under Armour and rechargeable hand warmers, says Sarah Bush. Ooh. That's a good one. I like that. You know what? Some Under Armour, like, insulated, like, undershirt, that's a really great tip. I think that's, you know, because it's not bulky and it's not going to make you too hot. Like, that's the other thing is you don't want something that's going to make you too hot because in the middle of the day, it's still going to be kind of warm.
0: Yeah, I almost feel like like you got to bring a backpack, right? Yes, because when it's like noon to four, you're going to be shedding one of those layers. Uh huh.
1: When we were there over the weekend, I was wearing the jacket outside. It was it was cold. It was rainy. But then when we went into the land to go do Soarin over California. I was sweating buckets. Like I was. Yep. Wow. Like I'm really
0: uncomfortable right now. And and well, that... that's the other thing that kind of stinks sometimes, right? Like you're so cold outside, and then you're going inside for an hour plus, and now you're like really warm in there. It's not like you have a place to hang your coat when you yeah. walk in. Yeah. So it is a little bit of like a, a difficulty of navigating that.
1: You know, it, it, it's all. It's a matter also of of just like. Florida is weird in terms of like on a it's one of those places where it's like that meme where it's like, oh, it's you know, it's it's two o'clock and it's downpouring rain. Now it's 210 and it's sunny and hot. Now it's 230 and it's cold and cloudy. Like the weather changes on a dime. So you kind of have to be ready to 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 adapt to to whatever's going on. Um, Jason Frank says the torches around World Showcase Lagoon put out a decent amount of heat if it's a chilly night and you're waiting for fireworks. Great tip. Wow, didn't know that. Great tip. No, that that's true. And I have used that tip before. Uh that those those torches that they light right before the fireworks, if you're like in the general vicinity of that, typically you're 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 gonna be okay. Uh, Now, a lot of places with outdoor seating will also do the the classic Disney uh, heaters, which, you know, the Disney
0: heaters and they got the fire inside of them. Everybody has them. Yeah. 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 So
1: there will be space heaters outside. So that could be a way to kind of avoid the cold as well. Um, Cassidy Marinho says other than basically drinking warm beverages and dressing in layers, rain ponchos are surprisingly warm. At run Disney events we use these shiny thermal blankets before the start line. I have a stroller to hold my stuff so I'm not above a regular blanket and a coat. Uh bringing a blanket is a good thing also because like if you're going to go on um something like the uh people mover you can throw right. a blanket you can throw a blanket on your lap. You know? Cuz it's going to be
0: cold when you're sipping around on there. You know, let me say, I feel like the ponchos probably are warm. And the reason why I say that, I've never used it in the cold, but there have been times that we've used ponchos just at normal Disney temperatures, and you're like, you get too hot in them. Yeah, you know me,
1: I would rather be cold. (laughs) I guess. I I would sooner be cold. Uh, I had to wear the poncho one time, and it was not, you know, I'm still angry about it. Uh, If it wasn't for the fact that I was in a Halloween costume.
0: What if it was a cowboy's poncho?
1: Um, still not anymore when I, mean, I was a kid, maybe. I mean, my jacket basically was a poncho, I guess, at that point. But I don't know because ponchos are like, are they open on the sides? I, no, that's a. I think they have a little snaps, maybe. You know, I don't know. Amanda Manning says, uh, finding inside things like enjoying the shows and attractions you might not have done for a while, like call the presidents, fill our magic and vision or a new sit down restaurant or enjoying theming inside the main street shops and world of disney instead of just shopping the the shops around um main street usa and hollywood boulevard i i think are are fantastic for for this very reason like you know you can just walk through and get down main yep. street in a more climate controlled environment you know i hate it when it's when it's raining and everybody goes in there but you know other than that i think it could be it could definitely be a good way to to avoid the elements uh so to speak do you think like eating something spicy helps people like i i it's always been a thing that i've tried to do is like oh, i'll eat something like like something buffalo or something like that but i don't think that actually works no it does nothing yeah it does absolutely nothing um i we i started watching um hot ones i know i'm very late to the party on this one okay but yeah that's really funny i love watching people eat spicy things is like it, it's just really funny to me do you like spice I like a little bit of spice. I mean, I wish I, I really, I desperately want to be really good at spice, and I'm not. I'm a spice guy. Rachel. I enjoy it. Rachel eats this ramen. We have these like packets of ramen in the in the cabinet, and they are like insanely spicy. And like she, she is fantastic with spice, and she even has a hard time with it. And she's like eating it, and she's like breathing deep, and she's like, you know. Like drinking beverages and like like wincing, and I'm
0: like, how is this fun for you? Well, that's the thing for me. Like, I like spice, but I don't like to not enjoy it. There's a couple a couple times where I get a salsa that I, I push too far on, and I'm yeah. like, and and you know, because I bought it, I'm like, oh no, I, I'm eating this. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but like, I don't have as much enjoyment out of it as I should. You know,
1: I think on my my 21st birthday, I was in a wrestling show in Edison, New Jersey um the big show and i remember afterward we went to applebee's and that was kind of where i bought my first like legal alcoholic beverage or i think i bought a margarita and for some reason i i i got boldness buffalo wings and they were like would you like mild or hot and i said hot only time in my life (laughs) the only time in my life i've ever done that they were so hot i couldn't stand it so, which means I'm terrible at spice because the Applebee's wings were too much for me.
0: Next thing you know, you had five margaritas. Yeah, pretty
1: much like dousing the dousing it all with tequila. Um, I have to say when I was watching Hot Ones, I the first one I watched, I was like, oh, okay, this is kind of fun, I guess, because I watched Stone Cold Steve Austin and he did not react. He he handled it like a champion. Okay, and I just kind of assumed that was like the thing. But then I watched like Gordon Ramsay and he was just going
0: ballistic at how hot the wings were. Well, Ramsay is a guy who really prides himself on palate, so he's not yeah. just all burnt out.
1: Yeah. Um, well, it, it's funny because like he said, I think he said something like his tongue is is um insured for like a billion dollars, basically. Wow. Uh but he had like this whole like like bag that he brought with him with like milk and lime juice and lemons and like all this stuff for him to like donuts to, to like douse the spice. Your donut. Yeah. Yeah. He was cutting up the donuts and sharing it with the host. The host. I mean, he he's just used to it at this point. Yeah. So I've. Have you ever watched people try to eat what's called the death nut? No. So the death nut is like two million Scovo. Okay. And it's like the hottest thing like running and it is just like apparently just like it's so insanely hot you have to eat the whole tube of these little peanuts that are doused in this like you know you're supposed to wear gloves when you eat them like it's bad and i'm like i don't understand like why people try to create this it's it's insane to me like how is this fun for anyone yeah hurt yourself like (laughs) because I mean like later on in the bathroom you're not it's not like cheese where like the bathroom experience is sometimes worth it or like white castle where it's like yep I'm going to pay for this later but you know what in the meantime I'm going to I'm I'm cashing a check for later it it's I I don't think the spicy thing is ever worth it especially later one, on one of
0: my buddies rich grew ghost peppers a couple years oh, ago oh man and he's like, I like ghost peppers. And I'm like, oh, okay. Like, I like spicy, but I don't, I get don't want to push myself too far. He's like, I'll bring one in the shop and eat it. So I'm like, please do on a Wednesday. So, okay, yeah, like, no one's here. Yeah. He brought it in and he ate it. And it was I mean, he just, it's like his face got liquefied. He was crying. Like it was, he had to run out the door because I didn't want him to make a crazy mess here in the shop. And it was, uh, it was a unique experience. (laughs) Did you literally tell him leave the store? No, he ran out the door because he was like pretty much leaking out of every like orifice. It was uh it was crazy.
1: One time I ate the little pepper that comes with the general so's chicken and I was like that. So
0: I can't even imagine what I would be like with something like that. Right. I remember being in House of Blues one time in Disney and I can't remember what I ordered but like it was pretty spicy and when the server brought my plate he was like don't eat this pepper that's just there. Like, you know what I mean? Like, you don't, don't actually eat this eat pepper. That. Oh my God. And I'm like, is he saying that because I should eat the pepper? You, you think he's trying to reverse psychology you? Well, I, I, you know, maybe it's one of those things to see. Like I find it hard to believe they would put something on the plate and you can't eat it.
1: I mean, I don't know. Did, so, did you eat so the pepper? I, was,
0: I ended up not eating the pepper. I would have if I was home, but I'm on vacation and I'm like, you know what? I don't know if I can risk, uh having like a, a bad experience here yeah so i didn't okay. i didn't eat it but i feel like there are people who would eat it because he said not to and maybe that's 100 100
1: yeah. yeah like like the wet like don't touch wet paint yeah right he's like you, you participated in a psychology uh experiment and and yeah oh man i can't uh, yeah I, i'm really i i desperately want to be good with it though i want to be one of those people that could eat the spicy thing and be like yeah
0: okay but like you know i have like mild ramen and i'm like oh man that's spicy my listen my wife thinks black pepper is like a spice yeah she ate a snickerdoodle and said it was too spicy i'm being dead serious what i'm dead serious i wish my daughter was here because we just laugh at her about it all. oh man
1: that's so funny
0: yep that's really funny uh all right
1: so you know what the other thing i would recommend to people who are having a cold day at disney do just like take a moment to like remember it because it's a
0: unique experience. Yeah. When you're there next time, you're going to be like, oh, it's 98 degrees today. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's such a unique experience that you don't think you're going to have. Right. I mean, it is literally what happened to me when I was there in 01. We went in February of 03, right? So like 14 months later, and we went with another couple. And I'm like, oh, listen, guys. Yeah you would bring jeans right Bring like a coat like you know you it's, mm-hmm. it's gonna be cold we went first week of february dude it was 95 every day i was there yeah i mean I winter, like,
1: oh. yeah it's been a very cold winter here this year but usually it's only like a couple weeks of the winter that's cold but like it's been kind of consistently like lower temperatures for the last like couple of weeks so i don't know what's going on
0: all right well anything else you wanted to uh add this week you know, I I would also say maybe put a hundred bucks in your wallet extra and be willing to blow it on like Uber. What do you mean? Like not doing well, listen, buses and listen, stuff. When you are waiting online for a ride or you're walking through the park or you're going from, you know, X to Y, that's one thing. But when yeah. you're standing out there waiting for that bus and it's really cold. Right. And maybe this bus is going to come in a half hour. Maybe it's not like, right. That's a time where like maybe just getting in a car and immediately going back to your warm hotel is like, you know, if you could do that a bunch of times on your trip, you might save yourself a lot of moments where you're like, I hate how cold out it is." Right. Yeah. I, I you know what? I think I, I would agree with that
1: hundred um, percent. Yeah. Cause there's nothing worse than like, it's cold and you're waiting for the bus or the monorail or the boat or like, something ridiculous like that.
0: Uh, listen have you ever taken one of the boats when it's really cold they're the worst oh uh, yeah all the time dude it, because, it I, is, because i refuse to take the monorail it is frosty when you're on those boats that's why i go that's why i go to that
1: joffrey's that's why i get that, that that hot cup of coffee on the way over it's uh yeah it's not a fun time but you know what it's more fun than being in that monorail i really do hate it like i used to remember i used to love it so much like I used to be at the monorail's a ride and the blah, blah, blah. I can't wait for the monorail I still love it. to
0: hear the thing. I still love it.
1: And then I moved here and I was still like, yeah, I get to ride the monorail all the time. Get to do all the monorail stuff. And then like, I was like, yeah, you know, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm not, you know, going on the monorail as much anymore. because I did not want to say that I hate the monorail. I didn't want to admit to myself that right. I hate the monorail. And then like recently somebody brought up going on the monorail and I just said, I hate the monorail. And I was like, oh, I guess I hate the monorail. Like it's finally out there and people look at me like I have three heads when I say that I hate the monorail, but it's just the dark, the crowds, the smell, the, like the, the expectation that I'm supposed to stand despite my horrible knees. Like, like I I wish I had a sign that's like, I have, I was a professional wrestler for 20 years. I have really bad knees and a bad lower back. Like, don't give me a dirty look because I'm sitting down while your 10 year old is sitting down their parts are new their their (laughs) knees are brand new right off the line oh man uh the, the uh i don't fault anyone for sitting on the monorail if you can get the seat get it um i though i whenever i see an elderly person though i will i will get up for them because i'm like you have no choice in this like you know you're you know I'm very I
0: actually like standing on the monorail. I know I that hate, sounds crazy.
1: I hate standing on the monorail. It is the reason I hate the monorail because I I have really bad claustrophobia. Like I mean like no, I'm not one of those people that's like, "Oh, you know, I'm a little claustrophobic." No, I have like legitimate like diagnosed claustrophobia. Okay. Um, and that's why I hate the monorail because when you're when I'm sitting it's fine. But when I'm standing shoulder to shoulder with people in the dark I can't I, I go in like my brain like short circuits and I have like a I have a panic attack but it's not like a panic attack where it's um like I'm like I'm like passing out it's more like an internalized thing like like if you looked at me you would never know but inside I'm having a complete and total breakdown I'm just very good at like hiding it so right. yeah it, it's it's a problem
0: uh all right anything else you wanted to uh discuss this week before we head out no but i'm cold right now in my store so i feel like this is appropriate it's appropriate i'm cold in my office right
1: now we you know I, we have heat in our apartment obviously but the last two times we've tried to like turn it on we just smell burning and the fire alarm goes and the smoke alarm goes off <laughs> <laughs> because well like when you turn it on because it's like the dust has to like burn off the coils i guess but I I just don't know how much dust is on these coils. (laughs) It's really weird. Uh, So typically our like heat is we, we turn the AC off. So, all right. Well, um, that's gonna do it for two men in the mouse this week folks thank you so much for joining us and thank you to our patrons over at patreon.com slash two men in the mouse so much good stuff we got an episode of the watchtower uh, already recorded and coming at you guys this week we got a we, we have new episodes of the patron experience uh you know we've got a new orlando outside disney coming at you guys very soon i'm just working on scheduling that one out um and if you love our good buddy peter mandel Check him out over at Row Comics at 105 North Union Avenue, Cranford, New Jersey 07016. Or go to RogueComics.com where you can find a link to Pete's eBay store. Uh, If you are planning a trip to any of the Disney parks or anywhere in the world, really, uh, check out our friends over at Away With Me Travel, Justin Suter from DDP Today Podcast. And his team over there have got so much going on, and they are one of the absolute best in the business as far as getting you to where you need to go. And they don't cost you a dime extra. So email show at awaywithmetravel.com or Justin at awaywithmetravel.com and let them take you away with you. I don't know. I'm, I'm not i am not their marketing department. I'm not working on that slogan. Uh, so, uh, And folks, for me, check out my books over on Amazon.com under the name Vincent Valentin. It's V-A-L-E-N-T-E-A-N. Um, and uh, the Morty Monster YouTube channel at YouTube.com slash Morty Monster. All right. Well, that does it for
0: this week, Pete. Any closing words? No, nope, I will talk to you soon, Kevin. We'll All do another right. show.
1: Absolutely. Please, folks, keep the magic alive every day of your lives. We will see you next week on Two Men and the Mouse. So there's a great, big, beautiful tomorrow Shining at the end of every day There's a great, big, beautiful tomorrow Just a dream away If you're standing, please hold on to the handrails and stay clear of the doors until the monorail stops completely and the doors open. If this concludes your visit, we hope you've had a wonderful time and will return home safely. Thank you for traveling with us.
0: This has been YDF Media Productions.